0: So before we dive in today, where we are going to be talking all about content, I want to share with you, literally hot off the presses, the most amazing news that I am so excited about. I literally can't contain myself. And that is that I have total confirmation that we are going to be having our first passionate and prosperous live event happening in November in New York City. I have wanted to have something like this Happen for so long, even before the show, just so you know, before the podcast, Um, even just for my community, which I was already calling passionate and prosperous before I created this show. Um, and of course, as you know, we've had this like pesky little annoying thing called the pandemic. And I just haven't been able to really put that these wheels in motion. Um, I have the most incredible space. And I was looking for one. And that's why I hadn't really talked about it because I wasn't really sure I could make it happen. And I now know it is happening. So everybody, I want you to mark your calendar for November 11th and 12th to join me here live in New York City for the first passionate and prosperous live business building and inspiration retreat. It's going to be absolutely off the charts. And I know that so many of you want to come because I've actually mentioned having a live event in my most recent course, Prosper. And uh, people were like, we want to come to New York. So, Here's your opportunity to come and join me and meet me and be with me live and do some incredible work for yourself, for your business, for your life, and to leave feeling absolutely inspired and totally excited about what you're going to create in 2023. So put it on your calendar, start looking for plane tickets, train tickets, start looking at Airbnbs, figure it all out, and we will have details and ways for you to sign up In the next couple of weeks. And with that, I am going to dive in and talk to you about this topic that, you know, it's funny. I've been wanting to do an episode on content for so long, it feels like, and I just wasn't really feeling what exactly I wanted to say because content is this gigantic word that you hear all the time. And I think it's like this big umbrella and there's so much that falls under it. And yet I also think that it's a really confusing word for many Entrepreneurs, for many coaches, for many of you that are out there trying to create, build, grow, scale your service based businesses. And you hear this word content, content, you know, on social media, you hear that people are content creators, you know. Um, And I think it can make you feel like you're not, right? Like when you look at Instagram is like a big number one place where. You know that there are these creators. There's content creators, and that's kind of now what they say their job is: is to create content. And then here you are being a coach, a creative, and a wellness professional, right? A an energy worker, a healer, a yoga teacher, uh, anything that you are that's like in service. And and you might think that you're not the content creator. And the truth is, is that you are and you actually need to be. And one of the reasons why I decided to just like figure out what I wanted to say and, and and create this now is because, as you know, I often talk say, hey, let me know what you want an episode on. Let me know how I can support you. Let me know what you want to hear about. And recently, someone messaged me and asked me a newer listener who hadn't like listened to all of the episodes and asked me if I had an episode on workshops and of course I was like well what part of workshops like creating one putting one out into the world charging for one um, launching one getting people to sign up for one like like what part of workshops and that but and then we had a little bit of an exchange and I realized that, that actually what she needed to hear was what I'm going to talk about today. And um, I think it's going to help all of you really understand what content is, why you do need to create it for your business. And I'm going to explain to you exactly what that means, like what part of your business and how to think about content. And I came up with the most amazing way, to teach it to you, which I don't know why it wasn't so obvious to me to begin with, but that is to teach it to you through the lens of the yellow brick road system, which if you have not been listening to the show yet and you're new, hi, welcome. There is an episode about building your yellow brick road, and you may hear me reference yellow brick road very frequently, and that's because the yellow brick road system is what I call, it's my, name for the organic business strategy system that I teach. The yellow brick road system is how I teach everyone, my clients, whether they're my one on one clients or my group coaching clients, or when I teach live workshops, free things, free trainings, everything that I teach about how to have a passionate and prosperous business is based in my yellow brick road system. And what the Yellow Brick Road system is made up of, what it consists of, is essentially three parts, which is what I call attract, serve, convert. And if you hear me teach the Yellow Brick Road system, you'll hear me say that that is basically the repeat system, the repeatable system that you are always going to use in your business, whether you're at the very beginning of your business and you don't even have any clients yet, or if you're... Where I am, which is at a multiple six-figure business growing to a seven-figure business, what I teach is what I do in my business. It's what I created when I started my business, and it's what I still do in my business every single day. It's how I think about my business. It's how I strategize my business. It's how I make decisions about what I'm offering and creating in my business. So I hope that if you already listened to the show that the yellow brick road system has already been helping you and if you're new to the show go listen to that episode but you're even going to learn learn it today you're going to learn what yellow brick road system is today so basically when you have a business that you're trying to grow organically and what organically means is that you're not just you're not just throwing money into ads Right, which requires thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of ad spend to get cold leads. Okay, which which is stupid and not something that any of you should be doing. Um, organic business strategy is basically how you attract whatever you'd like to refer to the people as your clients, your your customers, um, your audience, right, your followers. How you attract those people into your sphere of service onto your yellow brick road, right? So new people who don't know who you are, or maybe they know who you are, but they don't know what you do yet. And the moment someone finds out what you do and is interested in that, they may be an immediate client, woohoo, or they may be someone who steps onto your yellow brick road and now needs to be nurtured, served, they need to experience things, they need to see some value, they need to build up some no love and trust, they need to build a little residence, right? Uh, resonance, not residence, <laughs> although they can take up residence on your yellow brick road, but um hopefully they don't just sit on it. Hopefully they move along it. Um and those people, right, in the in the attract part of the yellow brick road system, we're talking about. What do you use to find those people? How do they, or how do they find you and how do they get on your yellow brick road? And then the next part of the yellow brick road system is what I call serve. And serve is all of the stuff that you do to keep those people that get on your yellow brick road engaged to do what I just said, to build the resonance, to like kind of have a way to keep connecting with you and That's because the way business works is that it's not always an immediate thing that when someone finds you, unless they were looking exactly for what you do, right? Unless someone literally starts searching for coaches or people to help them in something or learn from someone, um, sometimes... People are not realizing that they want to invest in, in, in your kind of service right away. But through your messaging and through seeing you on social, through the kinds of things that you put out and offer that they might be interested in, they actually start to realize that they do need your services. So that's a way that things often happen, right? And then even with the people that are looking, right? Usually they are looking around, meaning they're looking at a bunch of different people who do the same thing you do because they're trying to decide who they're going to work with or who they're going to invest with. And that makes even more of a case for why you need to have stuff for them to absorb, take in, see, you know, experience as they're making this decision about who would be the best fit for them. So that's all part of the serve part of the system. And then finally, the convert part, which is when that person actually becomes a paying client or a paying customer, and there are certain things that fall into that category. In the Yellow Brick Road system, in each one of these categories, attract, serve, and convert, you need to have content in each one of these categories in order to use my system that I teach For client creation and generating revenue in your business. So I was very excited when I had the light bulb moment that the way that I could talk to you about content, because I've been really feeling it for so many weeks. I got to talk about content. It's time. It's time. I need to give everybody a little something to help them to understand what it is that they're really putting out and why. Right. And here's the way. So it took me a minute, but here I am, and I'm feeling really excited and really clear about it, okay? So you've got a business, whether it's established, right, like mine, or you're starting out and everything in between Attract, serve, convert is what you're always doing. You're always pulling those three levers. That is the system of creating clients. You're always trying to attract new people into your audience. You're always needing to create ways to build that no love, and trust with them and to give them stuff to get to know you. And then you always need to obviously have things that you're inviting them into investing in, right? Your offers. So what is the content that you would create or what do we need? What does it mean when we think about content in terms of the attract part of the system? So the attract part of the system is, as I said, what you put out into the world that attracts a new person Onto your yellow brick road, which means that someone discovers you, they find you, right? It's that initial introduction. A lot of the content that we use for attract also serves as serve, right? It functions as both. But there are certain things that we know are the way that people find us. Okay. So one of which is, for example, on social media, right? Any day of the week, you may get a new follower on any platform, right? LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Any minute of the day, a new person could start following you. So what made that person follow you? Well, they saw something that you posted. And what you posted is content. It's your content that you created. And in that content, You're doing any number of things. You might be speaking directly to your ideal client about a problem that you know they have, right, or or an outcome that you know that they would like. You might be giving a, a tip, right? You might be teaching something that helps your ideal client. You might be giving them a little taste, a little value. You might be sharing some sort of a story that they will resonate with and relate to, You might be establishing yourself as an expert with this content. You might be sharing some sort of a success story of someone else, right? So what am I talking about here when I'm sharing all these different ways that you might create something for social media? All of that is what you hear people refer to as messaging. And your messaging is directly related to your niche and the transformational system or the signature system or the how you provide outcomes to your ideal clients. So I've done episodes on niche and why I actually do think niche is an important thing for you to know in your business. And I also know that there are lots of people out there who will tell you that you don't need a niche. And here's why I disagree with them. I don't think that your niche has to be some weird, like convoluted avatar where you're talking about like what, you know, what sneakers your client wears or like, you know, like what they eat before they go to bed. Although, I mean, sometimes like food, depending on what kind of coach you are, that could matter. But I don't really believe in like this crazy avatar shit. But I do really think that it's important for you to have a clarity about exactly who the kind of people are that you work with. And the reason for that is that that is the only way that you can create content that will attract the right kind of people for you to work with. And what I mean by the right kind of people is the people that actually want to pay for what you do rather than only want the free stuff that you do. When your content is not in alignment with a niche, it can be really frustrating because you can actually attract a lot of people through your content that actually are not your ideal clients because they're never going to actually pay you for your services. And so people that tell you that your niche doesn't really matter, they they don't understand the function of, of, of niche and how it actually relates to you creating the right kind of content. And... You must create content to attract clients. Now, we're not only talking about attracting clients on social media, where your content that really attracts brand new people is usually the simplest form of content, which means it's a post. It's a reel, it's a post. It can be, I'm talking video as well as a regular graphic photo, blah, 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 whatever. But what you write in those posts, right, And what you say in those posts is what is your content and the kind of content that usually attracts brand new people is that short digestible content, right? That's why I put that in the attract mode because usually someone who has no idea who you are, who is not already on your yellow brick road, who doesn't really have a sense of you, they're less likely to invest any length of time, more than like a minute or two, getting to know you, right? Once they they get a hit of you from those shorter things or they see some of that stuff a number of times, they start building up enough interest in you or believing that what you have to say or offer is You know, that they like it enough that they would be willing to then invest some more time, more energy, right? Not even money yet, but time and energy in your content when it's longer or more robust or requires more of a commitment. But usually when it's a new person, they're not really looking for that level of content, right? They're not the people who are going to sign up for something that you do that's an hour long or a multi-day challenge, right? Those are usually not the people. So when we're talking about a track, we're talking about the things, the content that you create that speaks to your ideal clients in the beginning and gets them on your yellow brick road. Now, Another type of content that falls into the category of attract is you creating some sort of what we call a freebie, or you may have heard the term lead magnet, right? And this is usually something of value. Again, it's an easy Thing for someone to take in, because again, a brand new person is not necessarily interested in some long thing with someone they don't know, right? But a freebie or a lead magnet, which might be a PDF, or it might be like a short video or a short series of videos, but something of of great value, something that you're, and when I say great value, I do not mean it has to be like a college course or a book. I just mean something that would give your ideal client an immediate benefit, an immediate outcome, something, something that if they saw the title, they would be like, oh, my God, I'm very curious about that. I want that. I don't know who this person is who's offering it, but I'm curious enough to put my name and email in there to get this thing from them. And that type of content is content that you have to create, right? And it's usually something that is either written or something recorded. Very often, it's something written like a little PDF, or some people call it an ebook or something like that. And so when you think about it, that requires you to write something. And I think that here is where a lot of people get a little bit, like, I don't want to say like, confused, but I think that a lot of times when, when people graduate from a certification, from a training, I know this very firsthand about a lot of you that have graduated from a coaching program because a lot of coaches are, are, are make up a lot of the people who I coach. So I happen to know that a lot of you who come out of a coaching program or who are, you know, or have a service-based business where you are, you're, uh, you know, you provide a service to other individuals, um, you help them be more successful, you're some sort of a mentor, teacher, healer, energy worker, you know the list, right? I say the list all the time, Um, that... When you became what you are, no one told you that you were going to have to market yourself, and no one told you that what you would need in order to market yourself was not just to keep announcing your services, because that doesn't work. And a lot of you try that. You just try making posts that say, I'm a coach. I'm available. Who wants my discovery call? And then you find out, oh, fuck, like nobody wants it. And then you find out the hard way that actually the way that you have to create clients is that you can't just tell them that your services are available. You actually have to, like, in a way, it feels like you have to jump through hoops. And those hoops are that you have to create content for them, (laughs) right? And when you find that out, you're like, fuck. I didn't know I was going to have to like be a writer. I didn't know I was going to have to be a copywriter. I didn't know I was going to have to be like a messaging expert. I didn't know I was going to have to like come up with all these creative and innovative ways to like to like write social media posts that like people find interesting. I, you know, I didn't know I couldn't just like tell about, you know, my life and my day um, and then just tell everyone like what I do. Right. So like that's a big bummer when you discover that. It really is you're like I cannot believe this. I had no idea that there's this huge barrier between me and clients and that is content, <laughs> right? It's like oh my god. And then you realize you have to spend all this time creating the content. And you start having a much more realistic picture about business, about your business. A lot of the a lot of the people who I've worked with that came to me through the yoga world, for example, um, were very used to yoga studios providing the students for them, right? And they really did just have to like walk in and be the teacher and just do the thing. And then when all the yoga studios shut down and the pandemic, you know, made it that everyone had to become a Zoom yoga teacher, what happened was all of these teachers went, How do I get students? How do I get clients? And they realized that they couldn't just say, like, Zoom yoga at 7 p.m. tonight. They actually realized that they had to start creating content that would make someone want to be their student and want to take the class before actually taking the class. So content can be a beast, you know? It could be a bitch. It could be a beast. It's a bitchy beast, right? And it's just something that you have to, like, completely make peace with and actually decide that you're going to love creating. And you just have to find the way that you want to create content and what you want to be in love with. Right? So I always say I'm not dancing and pointing on reels. Like you've never seen one. You've never seen me doing that I'm not going to say never will because I never say never, but like right now in this moment, that doesn't feel like I'm going to do that. So it's not that you have to create reels where you're dancing and pointing at things or snapping your fingers and changing an outfit. You know, you don't have to change your outfit, (laughs) but you do have to find what you are going to create that speaks to your ideal client. So you've got social media, you've got a freebie. And even when you create the freebie itself, when you create the PDF, when you're like, hey, I've got three tips for how to, you know, um, whatever, how to... Lose weight in you know, like in in you know how to jumpstart weight loss. Here's three tips. Don't you want to sign up for that? Um, And even if you create that thing itself, then you have to create the content that gets people to want to sign up for it, right? To want to take it. So then, when you promote it and you say, "I've got this free resource," you then have to write something about that, and that's content. What's another kind of content that you use to attract brand new people? Well, let's say you get to be in front of someone else's audience, right? Um, which is a very, very good way to bring new people onto yellow brick road is to leverage other people's existing audiences. What does that mean? It means being a guest on someone's podcast. It means being in a summit. It means creating, like, a talk that you might then – Reach out to a local organization or or any organization that you're affiliated with, or that you know your ideal clients are also a part of, and you might say, "Hey, can I do, can I do a talk? Can I do a workshop?" Um, and you might create something so that that other place or that other person can promote, oh, hey, come to this thing. We've got this special guest. We've got this expert. We, she's on our podcast or we're having her in our, in our summit event or she's coming to our space to do a talk. Leveraging other people's audiences, that requires for you to have content as well. And so what is in that content? Well, that content is made up of what. You teach, and this is where things get a little bit also like, oh my God, I have to teach stuff? When you are working with a coaching client directly, literally in your one-to-one coaching, you don't have to have content. You don't have to show up to your coaching sessions with shit to teach people, because that's not coaching, it's teaching, right? When you're literally working with someone one-to-one, you're with them, present in the moment, meeting them where they are, asking them questions, and then speaking to what's actually happening in the moment. That's what real coaching is. So if you think that you have to show up to your coaching sessions, this is a little aside. If you think that you have to show up to your coaching sessions with like all kinds of like scripted content for your clients, we need to talk, send me a message. Okay. But even if you showed up to your, your coaching sessions with knowing what tools you want to use, right? Your tools are your content as well. It's just that you don't always have to share all your tools for free with the public that you might reserve for like when you're actually working with your paying clients or both, right? I have tools that I share with you and with everyone for free. And then I've got tools that are reserved for like, hey, these are my like expensive tools. I'm going to use those with my paying clients, right? But it's all content, you guys. I hope you're starting to see how co- what content is, right? It's all the shit that you create and it's created out of what you're an expert in. It's created out of the messaging, meaning what are the kinds of things and ways that you should speak out loud so that your ideal clients will find you and resonate with you, right? It's the stuff that you that you want to share with the world. It's your mission, right? It's your thought leadership. It's your perspective. It's like what lights you up. It's what sets you on fire, right? Like I – feel like some of my best content ever is what comes out of what I call this sort of like passionate anger. (laughs) Right. So sometimes by the end of an episode, you'll hear me. I'm like in a fury, you know, I mean, I'm not angry, but you know, it's that it's that thing where you're like, I just want other people to be able to succeed. Like so. And that makes me angry when, when they don't know, you know, that like what's possible for them. It's that kind of anger, right? And all of that is what goes into your content. And the whole idea of that you don't know enough or that like you don't have enough or that you're not ready to put your shit out into the world, that's just made up in your head because you already are walking around with like with your passionate mission. You know why the work you do is so important and you know why you do it and you know what's important about it and you know what you want other people to know and you do know what you teach. And you do know what your message is, and you do know what you care about, and you do know what your values are. <laughs> and all of that is what you get to turn into your content. But a lot of times what happens is this sort of like I don't know how piece, of, meaning like I don't know how to like organize it, I don't know how to write it, I'm not a writer, I'm not a copywriter. I've even had people come to me and say, I'm not creative. And I'm like, that's not possible. Like, that's not a thing. You're creative. Because you're a human being and human being brains are designed to be creative. What is creative? Creative is not an being an artist. That's a version of creativity, right? It's one way that creativity is expressed is through art. But you're creative because every human being is creative because what creative is, is having the ability to think about things in more than one way, <laughs> literally, to have ideas, right? That's what makes you creative. Having ideas, being able to problem solve, being able to think of a different way. That is creativity. And so if you're a coach, you're, you are creative because part of what you do is you literally listen to other people and you try to help them see things in a new way because they're capable of it. You're not teaching, you're not telling people what to think. You're not telling them the different thought. You're facilitating them being able to think in a different way. And the reason that they're able to think in a different way, they might need some facilitation. But the reason why they're able to think in a different way is why? Is because every human being is inherently creative. So, everything that we're talking about right now, about creating content, about writing, about copywriting, about writing a freebie, about knowing what to say on social media, about, you know, how to speak to your ideal client, how to offer value, you are inherently creative, you know you can do it, you just it just may take you some time. So, go back and listen to the episode of, <laughs> called Why Is Everything So Hard? That episode is all about brainstorming. I think that one of the most important things that you can learn how to do as a human is brainstorm. And it should be such a major focus of early childhood development and school. Like, they don't teach you to brainstorm in school. They don't teach you how to just like spend time allowing things to to come forth or to formulate or to like go from being like an idea or or a feeling in your heart or something that you intuitively know deep down they don't teach you how to bring that forth and that process of birthing that into something tangible or organized or manifesting it, whatever you want that word to be, or expressing it, they don't teach you that that can take any length of time. The fact that, like, you have to sit down and take a test for, like, an hour and that have that pressure of a clock, I mean, oh, my God. Like, that's damage. That causes, like, PTSD. It makes people not know how to use their brain. It literally makes people not know how to brainstorm. Brainstorming is the thing that makes me successful. Knowing how to work with my brain and my ideas and my creativity and bring things forth, and also knowing that things take different lengths of time. That sometimes an idea that I have takes like a minute for me to download it and be like boom, 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 boom. And then sometimes it takes me days, and then sometimes it takes me weeks. To get something that like starts as like a germination of a seed and actually becomes something. Sometimes even just the description of a program, we're going to get to this in a moment. Another thing that you have to be able to create. All right. So that's just attracting. Now let's talk about serve. All right. So serve. Remember I said the yellow brick road system attract, serve, convert. So I just gave you ideas of like, or examples of what are the kinds of things that you would do when you're trying to attract. And now let's talk about serving. Some of the things are the same. Some of the things are still the same kinds of things. You're still serving your audience by showing up on social media and providing content there. But one of the things that I teach, and that's really important for you to do in your business is to, it's kind of like, it's kind of like you up level the the content in order to move people further along your yellow brick road, right? So, like, there are certain things that we do to take people from cold and warm-ish leads to being hotter leads, right? And it's also what narrows people down or funnels the right people through your yellow brick road, right? So just imagine, as we said before, like, you put shit out on social media, and sometimes you get, like, a bunch of new followers, okay, and then you go look at who those followers are, and it's like, um, you know, uh, fifteen like weird old men from the Middle East. I mean, I know this happens. This happens to me. It happens to everybody. Okay. And then, so, so those aren't real followers. Like those people are not going to buy your coaching. <laughs> like they're not going to join your program. Like they don't want health coaching or <laughs> life coaching, right? And so, so even though you got the followers, it's it it's only the beginning, right? Because then of of your 20 new followers, 15 of them may be those like weird ones that are not your actual ideal clients, but then five are. Five are like are you're like, ooh, oh my god, like this, like the my women started following me, like someone that actually could be my client. She fits my my ideal client solo line client description, right? She's like, she's 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 she wants what I'm offering, at least for right now. But what do you do to get her to take another step toward you, right? Right now, she's just getting to sort of take it in when she scrolls, right? She's scrolling. Oop, there's Stacy. Oh, I love her stuff. I'll watch her reel, right? But then what do you do to get that person to take another step toward you so that you can build more connection or more engagement with them? And that's what serve is. Serve is... What kind of content do you start to offer or create that's a little more robust, that's a little bit more of a commitment? And for the people that say yes to that, it gives you an idea of, okay, this person is not just sort of um, a voyeur, but maybe they actually are interested in what I have to offer. And so what do we do for that? Well, first of all, in in a track, when, we say, when I said, let's get people to put their name and email address in okay, great. So you get them on your email list. Now what? Well, having an email list is only going to do you any good if you email the people on your list and not only when you want them to buy something because that's what makes people unsubscribe. A lot of shit makes people unsubscribe. Just so you know, you can't really worry about unsubscribes. That can't be like the focus of your life. I learned that Not the hard way, but it took me about three years to not give a shit (laughs) when people unsubscribe from my email. And now I'm like, and now I literally see an unsubscribe um, on my email list. And I think, great, they weren't for me. They don't want what I'm offering. They're never going to pay me for anything. Um, So fine. They don't have to get my emails, you know. And it's just good for you to really know that, like, that's why people have email lists. Now, when I say that's why, what I mean is ultimately you want to be nurturing your ideal clients who may want to buy something from you. Otherwise, why would you feel compelled to write emails to a list of people? Well, let's be transparent. Ultimately, you'd like them to pay you for something, but you can't only send them offers. You actually have to send them value and you have to nurture those people and you have to say, hey, listen, here's why I want you to stay on my email list because I'm going to send you stuff that helps you. I'm going to send you stories that may inspire you. I'm going to send you stuff that I'm thinking about that that I'm going to let you know in real time that I had a revelation or an aha that I think will benefit from you. Uh, I'm going to send you, you know, uh, I'm going to remind you that my podcast episode is coming out because I think it's of great value to you. And you might not know unless I shoot you an email and say, hey, you know, I'm going to let you know about the free stuff that I'm offering um, so that you can take advantage of it. So. We have to use our email list if we get people onto them and that's creating content. So do you have to find your voice? Yeah, you do. Do you have to decide what it is that you want to talk to your audience about or the people on your email list about? Yes, you do. And that is you deciding what content you want to create for that. But you've got to do it. This, I am telling you, is a non-negotiable. I don't care if you want to have a business where you don't want to be a social media influencer. I don't want to be one. I don't care if you don't want to make a million posts. I get it. But if you want to have a business, you have to have an email list. There is no successful person out there trying to have a service-based business that wants to eventually have people t- say yes to courses or workshops or or, or even one-on-one services, Right without building an email list. So even if you're starting with zero today, you need to figure out what you'd like to do to create an email list, meaning how you want to get people onto it. And then you need to figure out what you want to do with the people once they're on it. That is content, you guys. What else is content that is more in the serve category, meaning things that are like a little higher commitment that maybe a brand new person isn't going to say yes to, like a brand new person isn't going to want to come to like a free, even a free thing. And this is what I think is also like a kind of like a mind fuck for people is everybody thinks that if something's free, everyone's going to want it. That all you have to do is say free and it's going to fill up and everyone's going to say, I'm, they're going to take my free discovery call. They're going to go to my free workshop. They're going to take my free challenge. They're, gonna, they're It's not true. Do you do every single thing that's free? Do you say yes to every free thing? Do you put your name and email in for every free thing? Do you show up to a Zoom just because it's free? No, you have to have a reason to want to do those things. You have to have a reason to put your name and email in. Right, and so I consider free shit like challenges, trainings, whatever you want to call it. I don't call my stuff challenges. Many of you have taken five day trainings with me just since I've had the podcast. I've put out two high value free five day. I call them trainings. Right, one was called Know Your Niche. One was called um, Turn Your Fear Into Fuel. I do free trainings and free workshops all the time, and I'm sure that you know. From listening to the show, that it's pretty hard for Stacy Brass Russell to do anything that's less than an hour. <laughs> an hour is like my internal content clock, right? And more, right? People took a workshop with me called Magnetic, right, back in in June, and that was four hours long. And at the end of it, people were like, "That went by so fast." Okay, but. Your average person is not spending four hours with someone who they don't know from a freaking hole in the wall. They're not even gonna sign up for that shit, <laughs> right? So some of the content that you create and you need to, because you do need to put those more robust things in place that do give you more of an opportunity to show more expertise, to build more know, love and trust, to create more resonance, to give people exceptional value. If you're offering something eventually, right, in convert, that costs some money, you guys, whatever it is, I mean, usually, like, you know, a thousand or more really requires some nurturing before someone's going to plop down a thousand, two thousand, three thousand, five thousand, ten thousand dollars, right? People don't do that from one advertisement, if they don't know who you are yet, if you're not famous with, like, you know, shitloads of social proof and validation and, you know, if, like, you don't have endorsements and all these people saying that you're the greatest thing, you know, ever to hit the planet Earth, you know, um, you have to create that with the people that you hope are going to buy from you. And so you you're that's not going to happen people are not going to jump from seeing some posts on social media to paying thousands of dollars and I know you may see coaches ugh, claiming that this is what happens with them that they that they sell ten thousand dollar coaching packages in their dms okay I don't know like if you think that that's possible or you're concerned with that Go follow one of those people or sign up with them or pay them. Oh, my God, but please don't. (laughs) Um, That's such fucking bullshit, okay? Like, I'm sorry. People don't do that. People do not do that. They do not spend $10,000 from one social media post or five, okay? They just don't. So you need to create the kind of stuff that gives people an opportunity to feel into the investment. And that's what serve content is. And so that is where you are required to kind of like have to create something experiential. So that content is, it is workshops or it is challenges or multi-day things or longer things or more robust things, whatever you want to call it and that require a little higher commitment from people. And that content is sometimes not you just doing what you do, right? If you're a coach and what you ultimately are going to be doing with someone is working with them one-on-one in a coaching partnership, wouldn't it be great if that was all you had to do to create clients? But unfortunately, when you're when you're teaching on Zoom or you're, you know, in a Facebook group or on Instagram Live, wherever you're delivering your shit, okay? Or if you're doing it in person, if you created a workshop and you're a local person and you're like, I just want clients who live near me in my local community, right? And you create an event, Right? Like the one I'm creating, okay, in November that I just told you about. When you're doing that, you have to create content for that. You're there to teach something. You can't just be, you can't coach each person one on one and have that be the experience if it's a group situation. It, it involves you teaching something. And what are you teaching? You're teaching from your niche and from your transformational system, which is why you need those things. (laughs) You're, because otherwise what you're teaching isn't going to be appealing or attract the people who ultimately would want to pay you for your services. So if you're putting out workshops, trainings, challenges that are generic or that are not in direct direct, direct alignment with what you actually do in your program, in your offer, then you're going to be doing that free shit and people are going to come to it and sign up. And then they're not going to end up paying you. They're just going to come to your free shit and they're never going to become clients. And that's why the content that you create for your stuff is so important because it has to trace back to the origin, which is, what you really do, who you really work with, what you really do, what you provide, what problems you solve, what outcomes you help people to get. If your content isn't in alignment with that, it's going to land on nothing. It's going to be nothing. No, You're going to get the wrong people into it. You're going to get people who are like, oh, that sounds fun for free. And they're never going to be your customer. They're never going to become your client. When you put that stuff out, a workshop, a masterclass, a this, a that, you need people to have a way to sign up for it. And so then you have to write content for that. You have to write the opt-in page. You have to write a landing page. You have to write the page that people get to that describes the thing that you then want them to come to so that they'll sign up for it. And then you have to create the content for the actual thing that they're coming to. So I kind of feel like I'm, yeah, you know, I'm like, I wanted to say like, I hate to break it to you, but this is what it is, you guys. This is what it is. Do you have to do this kind of content every day? No. Do you have to do robust workshops and trainings and master classes and challenges and blah, blah, blah? Do you have to do that every day? No, you don't. But if it's part of your attract, serve, convert system, if it's part of your yellow brick road system, you do need to do it and you need to do it. You can, you can decide how you do it. How do I decide? Well, I do it whenever I'm leading up to one of my paid programs. So you would need to be in the at the stage of your business where offering groups or programs makes sense. In the beginning, it doesn't make sense for you to offer groups or programs, like of courses, right? In the beginning, you gotta focus on creating one-on-one clients. You've heard me teach this, I stand by it anyone who comes to me for coaching, if you come to me and you've never had a client and you're like, I want to create a course, I'm going to be like, nope, I'm not helping you. Why? Because what makes you think that it's easier to get six, 10 or 20 people into something if you can't get one person into something, right? So, but even for your free stuff, you've got to get people into it and you've got to create the content that gets them into it. And then you've got to create the content itself right? And this is this is business building. This is attracting. This is serving. This is nurturing. And oh, I know what I was going to say. So the way I decide when to do those free, robust, free things that are higher level commitment is I do the, do it, I call it event stacking. And I do it when I'm building up momentum to offer people to join me in one of my group experiences. If I was only focusing on one-on-one client creation, I would do things like this every quarter, I know that some people do this every month. You could do that. But if you're someone who that, like literally hearing that, it makes your head want to fall off, then don't do that. Right? <laughs> we don't want your head to fall off. We don't want you to have a business that you hate. We don't want you to feel like you have to do business in a way you can't do. I have clients that definitely cannot put out that much content on a monthly basis. And I say, okay, that's fine. We just have to decide what, how much you can put out right? And then be really deliberate about it and be really intentional about it and and know that we're putting out content that's so in alignment that you're going to get results from it. Because the thing that is exhausting and draining for you is putting out content and you feeling like it's all you do and that you get nothing, that you don't get any paid clients. So that I can see why you'd be like, what the fuck content, right? But that's because you're not putting out the right content. (laughs) you know, or you don't know how to deliver the content in a way that leads to people wanting to pay you. I guess I should do my whole episode on that as well. I do teach that in my programs and in my, when I work with you one-on-one. I mean, my number one thing is teaching you how to deliver your shit so that people are like salivating by the end of it. I do happen to be very good at that. So anyway, um, moving on to convert. So remember, attract, serve, convert. So what is convert? Well, convert is the shit that people pay for. And when you are inviting people into working with you you, and wanting them to pay you, you actually have to have content for that. So if you're working with someone one-on-one, the content isn't necessarily that you have to have a curriculum for them to show them, this is what we're going to be doing together. I do not teach that. And I don't think that's what makes people sign up for things. You've listened to um, my episodes, uh, hopefully, or you can go back. There's an episode on, you know, your clients want transformation, not information. So when you're offering someone to work with you, when you're making an offer, if it's for one-on-one, you don't want to tell them all the shit you're going to teach them and they're going to learn. They're going to run for the hills. They're going to be like, that's not what I need. I'm a busy grown up and I don't, I'm not going back to school right now just to change my health, right? They're not interested in that. They're interested, though, in knowing that you have created some sort of magical transformational system that you as an expert are going to be able to deliver to them in such a way that they are going to feel like like they are being transported through a journey that's going to help them get the outcomes that they want. And that is your content that you created that is the signature system, the framework that you are going to be. Using as a guide, it's not that you're going to be showing up to your sessions necessarily with a script to teach people, because I don't think that's what coaching is. Coaching and teaching are two different things, okay? But you do need to know what your content is, meaning what are the tools that you use? what is this, What are the ideas you're going to be presenting? What is the philosophy behind how you help your ideal clients? That's content. And then, of course, if you are converting people into a group program or a course, then, yep, that has curriculum, you guys, and that is content. What are you teaching everybody every week that you're gathering them and saying, come to do my group program? What's happening on those live calls? Well, you, you're teaching them something. You can't just say, show up, and we'll play it by ear, right? So in order for people to show up for a group program or a course, you've got to know what the fuck you teach, You've got to know, like, with clarity how you help people get outcomes from that. You have to be able to talk about that with them. And then to get them into that program, you need a sales page. You need a page that, that, that shows them this program and this description and this value and that gets them all jazzed up and excited even though you're hopefully going to be offering them that program out of one of your serve events, right? But even so, they're going to want to see something. They're going to want to see the page. They're going to want to see the program. That's content. So not only do you have to be able to create the course, the curriculum, the program, but you also have to be able to write the sales page that's going to make someone want to join the course. And that's where you're... where you're. talking to them about like their problems and where you're saying like, hey, do you suffer from these, this, 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 and this, and this, whatever that is. I don't even mean a health problem. I mean, just like a life problem or a business problem. And then you have to be able to say, oh my God, I have the solution. Here's this course that you can take. And here's what's going to happen in this course. And here are the benefits that you're going to get. Here's what's going to happen for you when you're done. Here are the outcomes. And here's what you get. And here's what we're going to be doing and learning and blah, blah. Right? You have to create all of that. And then once you have all of that created, how are you getting people into it with attract and serve? There is no way you guys, for you to create a course as your only piece of content, because in order to launch a course, and we talked about launch on let's do launch in order for you to launch a course and get anyone to say, yes, you've got to do all the other activities I just told you from attract and serve. And every one of those activities at each level requires a different type of content creation and different skills. So if right now in this moment, you are having a nervous breakdown because you think you don't have skills, I'm going to tell you something. Everything is figureoutable. There's always someone who knows how to do the thing that you don't know how to do. You can always get help doing it. You can always learn how to do it. You can always practice doing it. You can always get better at it because everyone starts somewhere, right? So the first time you write an opt-in landing page or a sales page, it might blow. All right, great. Maybe you need a coach that can look at it and help you to make it better. That's what I do, right? My clients learn how to be amazing copywriters because I'm an excellent copywriter. It's just one of my skills and gifts, And I get to use it to help other people, right? I'm an editor for all of my clients. Many of my clients do not have a natural affinity for coming up with brilliant sales pages or opt-in pages. But after they work with me and I give them edits and I teach them and I teach them how to come up, how to take their messaging and their niche and turn it into that stuff, they do become brilliant. They do get really good at it. They get better and better at it. Right. I get there's nothing that brings me more joy than when one of my clients sends me their their draft of their page. And it is amazing. And I'm like, oh, my God, my protege, my mentee. Woo. Right. I mean, oh, my God. But it takes time. It takes learning. It takes help. That's why some people hire people to do some of their copywriting. Now, it's expensive to do that. And so in the beginning, but here's the thing about hiring copywriters. And if you're a copywriter and you love my show, I love you. I actually just recently hired a copywriter to help me with some things in my business. But that's because I have so much that I have to create, not because I not because I don't want to do it, and also not because I can't. And here's the reason why you should learn how to do your own copy in the beginning. Because your copy has to sound like you. It has to be in your voice. It has to be super specific to your niche, what you teach, what you say, your perspective, your message, the lens that you look through. And no one else can get that for you unless they're fucking brilliant, first of all. And second of all, until you've got it first. The only reason why my copywriter can now write for me is because I was able to show her so many examples of me and my voice that she was able to mimic it. But if I didn't have that to start, if I didn't do the work on my voice and my message and what I have to say and what I teach, like then she would be making my shit up. And that would not be good because I wouldn't be getting clients. And neither will you. So everything that we're talking about right now, what do you teach? What do you say? What's your message? What's your niche? What's your transformational system? You have to figure that out. And then you have to start the the, the hard work of creating the stuff you've got to create your social media posts you've got to write stuff you've got to start finding out how what do you like writing for emails do you like storytelling do you like do you like offering tips do you like what kind of value do you like do you like sharing the success stories Wait, what are all of the possible things that you can enjoy writing your messaging needs to come from what like your heart It needs to be you speaking authentically. And then when it comes to creating your workshops or your freebies or your challenges or the shit that you want people to come to that's more robust and longer, you've got to know like, what do you teach that's coming from your signature system that's going to give people enough of an experience and enough of value from you? Not all of it. That's another art that you need to know how to pick and choose and pluck from your valuable content how to do that for free in a way that leaves people wanting more and in a way that lets them know. And I've said this before. Here's my goal. My goal is whenever anybody comes to my free stuff, I want people thinking, holy shit, if this is what she gives for free, I can't imagine what you get when you pay. That's what I want. And I want you to want that too. And you can figure out how to do that. But it's all creating content. So, you know, Listen, I don't make these episodes to then have it result in me selling you something. I mean, I do want you to do my programs. I do want you to join me. I want to support you. You know, I want clients. (laughs) You know, of course I do. But here's what I'm going to tell you right now. This is what I actually do as a coach, which is why I can speak about it so like vehemently, right? Because I'm a content-creating expert because I actually help people nail down their niche and their message and their mission and their transformational system. I, I, I specialize in working with people who are transformationalists because if you're a transformational ex- provider, it's probably hard for you to describe what you do. And I actually help people describe what they do, figure out their system, plan that all out, create their programs, create their offers, create their messaging so that they can create content. Because you must have content to have a business. That's what people are coming to. That's how you grow your client base. And it's how you offer people into like, it's what you're offering people to to, in, to step into to work with you. I hope that I helped you to understand what it means when you hear the word content because I think it gets thrown around all the time and I think it probably overwhelms you because you don't know what it is. And so my my hope is that I mapped it out for you, not just telling you all the different kinds of content, but helping you to see how they how it flows in the Yellow Brick Road system, which is an organic business strategy system that shows you that you have to attract new people. You then have to develop relationships with them. And then you have to have compelling things to invite them into investing in. And so there's this, there's an order to it, right? It's progressive. And the way that you choose when you're offering paid content needs to be in the right progression. If you're offering paid content, You need the free content that precedes it in order to get people to pay for the content. And I think that this is one of the number one mistakes that I see brand new entrepreneurs and coaches make. It's deciding that since it's hard to get one-on-one clients, I'm just going to create a workshop or a smaller thing and I'm going to charge for it. I'm just going to charge less money for it. I also hear people with this point of view that I don't agree with, which is, well, I don't want to offer things for free because then people aren't committed and they don't have skin in the game and they don't do it. You know what? That's not my experience. I think that how you deliver your stuff and how you inspire people, uh, look, when you know, when I have 100 people sign up for one of my trainings, do, do all 100 people show up 100% every single day? No, they don't. But do do, do a lot of them Yes, they do. And do they then end up working with me? Yes, they do. So if you're concerned with not offering a free workshop or a free challenge because you don't like the fact that people sign up for free shit and don't give 100%, focus on the people that are there for you that really are doing it 100% because those are the people that are going to buy and that's all that matters. So I believe that in order to get people into your paid shit, they've got to be able to have something for free first. That's my system, that's my strategy, that's what I teach, and I teach you how to do it in an effective way that's going to get you results. So if you're sitting there going, well, Stacey, I do tons of free stuff and I can't get anyone to pay me, all that means, I promise you, it's one of two things or both. It's either that your content isn't right, it's that you don't know how to deliver your content in a way where you're seeding your paid offer, or both. And it's fixable. You can figure out how to do that. You can get support around that. Keep showing up with me. I'm sure you'll get support around it. I'm sure I already have supported on it and I'll continue to do so. I'll probably make some episodes on it or join one of my programs. Come live. Come to New York in November, November 11th and 12th. We're going to be doing business development, mindset, all this stuff I talk about on the show. I'm just going to be teaching it to you live in an incredible event to inspire you and get you even more clear. Um, And I'll be doing other things in the fall. I'm just super excited about the November event. That's why I'm talking about it. Anyway, I hope this was helpful. As always, I want to hear from you. Please send me a message. Let me know what's resonating. Let me know what you like. Let me know what helps you. Let me know how else I can serve you. Um, I want to create episodes that I know are going to benefit you. So if you let me know what you need, I'm going to do my best to do that. Um leave a review, please, please, please on Apple. It's so beneficial for the show. And just in terms of getting more and more people to listen and spread the word and have bigger impact. And, um, and that's it. I'm sending you so much love as always. I'm sending you the high vibes and I can't wait to be with you next week in your ears. Bye.